listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Welcome. May the Lord give you peace. We just love these days here at the Shrine, you know, Shrine of Our Lady. It just feels right when there's a feast day of Mother Mary. We should really celebrate it. It should be elevated, and it, and indeed today it is. Um, recently, I was given a gift from a, a very beautiful, special person, uh, a, a little image of Mother Mary, kind of a miraculous icon of um, from Austria. And uh, it's to my left, to your right, right there. And uh, I've been praying with that image, and there's like a whole story behind that, her humility with the bowing of the head. And, uh, but the crown, you know, I've been taken by the beautiful crown. And so I've been praying with that, getting ready for today. So I share that with you. Um, for those of you watching over the internet, sorry, just Google, uh, what do they call it? <laughs> the, the, Our Lady of the Bowed Head. Yeah, Google that. You'll find it. Okay. The crown is beautiful. Um, here's a little quote from St. Maximine Kolbe, a saint whose feast day we had just on the eve of the Assumption. We have a statue of him now here. Um, Mary is our queen because she is the mother of Jesus, the King of Kings. St. Maximilian Kolbe wrote that Mary, quote, has a right to be loved as queen of all hearts so that through her hearts will be cleansed and themselves become immaculate, similar and like unto her own heart and so worthy of union with God, unquote. The queenship of Mary shows us that being united to Jesus gives us royal citizenship, participation in a heavenly court. We have a king and a queen whose greatness does not distance them from us. They are closer, more loving, and more intimately attentive to us than anyone else. So there you go. That is so beautiful. I had to read it for you. Um, so this idea of Mary's queenship, um, this octave of the assumption, and um there are a couple of ideas bouncing around in my head today, one of which would be yesterday at uh, Sunday Mass, the readings suggested the topic of hell. So some of you who were here, I kind of tried to give a little bit of a homily on how we understand what hell is, and it's that place where people who reject God go for eternity, and they receive really the, the fruit of their choices, of their misused free will. And I kind of felt like today stands in... Uh, juxtaposition with that because Mary is in heaven and her coronation is queen the biblical idea of somebody being crowned is almost like symbolic of the opposite of all the cooperation with grace the, the the use of free will to cooperate with goodness and with grace God crowns that that's what the crown is symbolic and the jewels in the crown are symbolic of all the graces that Mary cooperated with in this life and that idea is actually very biblical there's references to king david and his kingship and his queen mother in hebrew the geborah the queen mother so in israel the kings their wives were not the queen it was the mother and so the queen mother had an office and there are many stories in the old testament of the queen mother and the early church kind of felt that mother mary fulfilled all of those in herself jesus as the messiah inherits the kingdom of David. He's the son of David. His messiahship, his kingship uh, has to do with the promises God made to David. And just as David had a queen mother, so Jesus has a queen mother, Mother Mary, our queen. And uh, bless you, in the Bible uses interesting royal symbolism. 
you think about it, there's references to the throne or the chair of the king and the queen. There's references to the scepter. And there's a story of, I think, Esther and, and the scepter and the king giving her the scepter as a gesture of ask me for whatever you will. And so in, in Spain, there was a devotion of Mother Mary holding the baby Jesus and baby Jesus has given her the scepter and she's like holding it out to us. Like, what would you like to ask for? So beautiful and very biblical, but especially in the book of Revelation, there's references to the crown, the woman clothed with the sun with the crown of 12 stars because she stands as the personification of God's people, the 12 tribes of Israel, um, clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet. It's just really something beautiful, but also the book of Revelation makes reference to Jesus as king of kings wearing a crown and all of the saints and elders in heaven wearing crowns. And in particular, in Revelation chapter 4, it makes reference to the elders falling down before the throne of God and casting down their crowns. Have you heard that phrase before? And that imagery suggests kind of this radical moment of humility where even the saints who wear crowns Evidently, we're going to wear crowns, okay? So it's like a holy hat, okay? That uh, the throwing down of the crowns in front of God speaks of the idea of everything that has been good has been a gift from God. It's not like I've earned anything, you know? It's like, this is all you, Lord. All praise, all glory, all honor to God. And, um, and in the midst of that, we have this image of Mother Mary as queen. And uh, I want to share with you an interesting story so you know different religious orders have their saints and blesseds. So you're probably going to notice, like, Ooh, Father Luke talks a lot about Franciscan saints. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, so there's a, a blessed, a Franciscan blessed, blessed Jeremiah of Wallachia. He was the first beatified person from the country of Romania. He lived in the late 1500s, early 1600s. He, he lived and served in Naples, Italy. And he was a holy lay brother, so he was not a priest, but he was a lay brother like St. Francis, and he served the sick and the poor, had the gift of miracles, and he was very holy. On the eve of this, the Assumption, uh, in the early 1500s, he had an apparition of Mother Mary. Mother Mary appeared to him, and um, he later on recounted this story to one of the other friars who then blabbed it to everybody. <laughs> And so even during the lifetime of, of Blessed Jeremiah, there were holy cards, holy images of this apparition that were popular in Naples and other places. And so evidently, Mother Mary comes to him on the eve of the Assumption. And as he's contemplating her in this apparition, he notices she's not wearing a crown and he blurts out, where is your crown? <laughs> and Mother Mary answers him, my son is my crown. And I always think of that on this day every year, that Mother Mary would tell him that, that my son Jesus is my crown. And, and for me, it kind of feels very similar to that scene of the elders throwing down their crowns in humility at God's throne, that even for each one of us, brothers and sisters, when we finally make it, with God's help, we, we enter the pearly gates, we're in the kingdom, we come before the Lord, and somehow uh, we will receive some sort of glory or crown that's symbolic of all the ways that we cooperated with God's grace in this life, I think in those moments we will be deeply aware that every good thing is ultimately a gift from God. Every good thing is a gift from God. We will spend all of eternity wondering, pondering, praising, and thanking God. But let's not wait till we get to heaven. We can even now wonder and ponder 
praise and thank God for every good thing. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans